Hey guys, this episode is sponsored by our friends at Lambs. I get asked all the time, if you could do one easy thing to improve your health on a daily basis, what would it be? And my answer is usually Lambs Apparel, L-A-M-B-S. Lambs Apparel is the first radiation-proof apparel. Lambs created a unique fabric technology in their clothing that actually blocks 99% of wireless radiation, or EMF, and they protect you from everything such as cell phone, 4G, 5G, Wi-Fi, and Bluetooth radiation. That is absolutely amazing. I love Lambs because their technology fabric not only protects you from the harmful effects of wireless radiation, such as cancer risks, but it is also documented to have positive effects on your HRV, resting heart rate, and sleep quality. For a limited time, Lambs is giving you guys an exclusive discount if you go to getlambs.com. That's G E T. L-A-M-B-S dot com and use code HEAL for 20% off at checkout. Hey guys, welcome back to Heal, Survive, and Thrive. I'm so excited that you're here. Today we're going to be talking about something that we all could probably understand a little bit better and begin practicing because these are really the key fundamental things that we have to learn in order to not just achieve goals, but to essentially be happy, to learn how to love ourselves, to you know really shift our way of thinking from kind of that lack negative into more abundant thinking. So before we do get get started on this week's podcast. I just want to take this opportunity to let you guys know that I have just written a new ebook. I will link it down below if you guys are interested. I talk all about um, a lot of the key things that we talk about either on the podcast or on my YouTube channel. So we're going to dive into emotional abuse. I think that is absolutely huge. Knowledge is power and it is the key to kind of unblocking those dysfunctional relationships from our lives. So education and learning about emotional abuse is absolutely key number one. We're going to talk about self-parenting in that ebook. I always talk about it no matter what product or services or anything that I ever create. Um, It is essentially mental health 101. So this is learning what does it mean to really take care of yourself on a mental and emotional level? Um, and then, of course, we're always going to talk about boundaries and standards, how to get out of a dysfunctional relationship, um, all sorts of good stuff. So the name of the ebook is called Take Your Power Back. I'm super excited, super proud of it. Uh, and you know me, I like to get to the point. I don't like long-winded information. I don't think this has to be um, too complicated. It is a practice and I want to kind of get to the point on everything, podcast, videos, all that stuff because I know you guys have busy lives and you just want to dive into this information and get some quick tips to kind of carry with you throughout your day. So now that that's all said and done, let's get into this week's podcast. Okay, so for this week, I I really love this topic because I think so pe- so many people don't really realize that they have a certain mindset regarding life. And the reason why they have this mindset is obviously because of their upbringing, because of how they were raised, because of the programming that was kind of downloaded in them, and also what they continue to reiterate. So I think a lot of us don't really practice mindfulness. We're not really aware of what we're continuously feeding ourselves, downloading into ourselves every single day. And this is going to essentially 
make or break your life. This is going to either create the happiness that you really want. It's going to allow you to achieve the goals that you really want. It's going to allow you to feel free, to feel at peace, to feel content, to feel happy. Like all these words that we hear so often that people want to experience and they want to feel, but I don't think people really understand what it means to be happy, what it means to be fulfilled, what it means to be free. All of those things are skills that you practice every single day. And I think for so long, me personally, I didn't really understand what it meant to be happy. I thought happiness was something else. I thought it was a goal. I thought it was achieving something. I thought it was having a partner. I thought it was the white picket fence. Um, All of those kind of traditional things that we equate happiness with. And then when we don't get them, we feel let down. We feel unhappy. We feel unfulfilled. When we do get them, sometimes it becomes our entire world and we build all of our happiness around this one thing that we so desperately wanted that perhaps now we actually have. And we run the risk of not even running the risk, you know, the matter the truth of the matter is is that you're not going to always have that thing because that's just not life. Everything begins and everything ends. And so when something ends, no matter at what point in your life or how it ends, how do you handle that ending? How do you overcome it? How do you ease through into the next transition of life? And it doesn't mean that the ending has to be something catastrophic. It could just be the nature of the beast, the way life naturally goes. I immediately thought of like an empty nester where you are obviously very happy that your children are moving on, but there's a sadness. And when you've created your entire world around your children and maybe never found balance to kind of know who am I and what do I need and how do I feel and what works for me and maybe putting the job aside for a second or the relationship aside for the second and just learning how to have that relationship with yourself and being in tune with what you need as much as you possibly can. I think, you know, it's it's a true dedication to be completely into yourself every minute of every day and that can't be because that's not the realities of life but the balance is is making sure that at least once a day and if I can't once a day then I best be doing it the next day to kind of play that little let me just figure out what's going on with me and what do I need right now to feel better what do I need to feel lighter to feel happier to feel fulfilled to feel productive Um, so it's all about balance but I think the most important thing is are you in tune with your own self that's mental health right there being able to be in tune with what you're thinking and what you need and how you feel and when I say those things I'm not just saying them as questions that you just ask yourself I really want you to understand that when you're living your life to ask yourself what do I need today not what what should I do today what needs to get done today what do I need today in order to feel good like really think about that question If you begin asking yourself those questions constantly, what do I really think about what that person just said to me? What do I really think about what I'm watching on TV? Do I believe that? 
Do I not believe it? What are my views? What are my opinions? You know, really understanding boundaries and standards and and all of that. That is the mental health. That is loving yourself. That is having, you know, being your own best friend and having that great relationship with yourself. And most people don't practice mental health. They don't practice understanding what it takes to actually be a fulfilled, happy, content, at peace person. I've talked to so many people over the years and some understand the concept that this is not just flipping a switch in mental health and it's going to be one thing. It's going to be a multitude of things that you're going to have to practice in order to become healthy, in order to have the right mindset so you can have the things that you actually do want in your life no matter what they are. So now when we talk about a growth mindset, the reason why this is so powerful is because you are either going to go in one of two directions with this. Your mindset is either going to be abundant or it's going to be lack. Sometimes obviously it's going to bounce around. Some days it's abundant, some days it's lack based on fear. But the growth mindset is the person that understands that I can be anything, that I can develop myself, that the journey of life is not just me staying in one box and never moving and never growing and never challenging myself. It's the understanding that in order to actually have something that I want, I have to develop myself, which means develop not only my skills or my talents, but it also means developing my mind and doing that key fundamental work in the mind to understand how to handle what's going on inside of there, which means I need to understand how to handle my stress, my fears, my anxieties, my insecurities, my wounds. Those are the biggies right there. And when you understand self-development, you understand that, yes, to achieve a goal, I can write down all the analytical step one, step two to achieving a goal. But as you are in step one, the only thing that's going to stop you from achieving step one is going to be the mind. Yes, sometimes it might be the physical body needs to rest or the physical body is tired, but the mind has control over the body and the body is incredibly powerful and can do way more than you ever think. For example, if you have ever worked out You know that the minute you feel a little bit of uncomfortableness, meaning this is starting to stink, this is starting to be hard, the minute you focus on that sentence, that thought that just came up in your mind that this is hard, it now feels 10 times worse than if that thought had never came. And that's why we hire personal trainers. That's sometimes why we hire or we go to the gym with a friend is because we need someone on the side of us encouraging us to keep going and don't stop because we don't have the mindset yet that can can recognize the fear or can recognize a little bit of that pain and be able to push it aside and keep going forward because it knows it's capable of doing more than what the mind wants to do right now. Now there are going to be a lot of key things that someone with a really healthy mindset will believe and will practice constantly that is different than the average person. 
because the average person is not an achiever. The average person has more of what they call a fixed mindset, which means they live in a box. They believe that these are my talents, this is what I'm capable of, and I can't really go any further than this. They haven't been ingrained or programmed to understand that, number one, everyone has a talent. Everyone has a God-given gift. Now, your gift is different than your talent. I could be talented at, you know, singing, for example, but maybe that's not the gift that I was born into this world to have, to share with the world. I could be a great singer, but that doesn't mean I'm going to, that my gift is I should be a singer and I should be on stage. So the growth mindset is more concerned on number one, finding fulfillment and trying to find the things that are my purpose in life and developing and and learning more and growing more. A growth mindset is going to be the person that wants to achieve and not just achieve and achieve and achieve, but understand that with achievement comes growth and with growth equals I'm a well-rounded human being that I don't stay stuck in one box my entire life. The growth mindset is the person that understands that learning and putting in the effort are two things that are really what this journey is actually about, to stay stuck living the same life, doing the same thing every single day. No one, and I don't care who you are, no one is ever going to find that fulfilling because the minute you become comfortable with doing something over and over again or living a certain life over and over again, you are going to take it for granted. Now, the growth mindset says, okay, I have this thing, I'm comfortable in my life, and now let me work on mindfulness, let me work on inner peace, let me work on happiness, because it is not necessarily the outside things that are going to bring us fulfillment and happiness, but it are those those things will bring us happiness, of course, throughout the course of our lives. So achieving more money, having a different career, finding a great partner, having children, having a business, having a family, traveling, having a second home, having a great car, whatever external things you can think of, those things are things that you want to have in your life because they will bring you some level of contentment, fulfillment, happiness, joy, etc. But those are not the things that are going to keep those feelings of joy, fulfillment, happiness, contentment, etc. for the rest of your life. So with self-development, we're always balancing that kind of logical achiever side of creating goals and, and getting to where we want to be versus the kind of inner spirituality of self-development, which says, while those things, yes, are making me feel good, I can't be addicted to them and reliant on them to fulfill all of my inner needs because it's not that that person or that thing's job to give me this sense of happiness, fulfillment, peace, and joy, and it never will. So understanding the balance between those two. Someone with a growth mindset, while they are, they understand that this journey of um, being a human being and this lifelong practice of learning and growing and achieving and having is requires effort. It requires the the ability to, and I know you guys have heard this phrase time and time again, 
It requires the ability to learn how to master your own self. And mastering your own self really has to do with nothing on the outside and really has to do with the mindset, understanding the mind, understanding how it works, understanding how to, and practicing how to detach from thoughts. I think that is a critical skill that most people do not practice because they don't understand just how powerful it is in order to learn how to see a thought and step away from it. Now, seeing a thought is the mindfulness. Stepping away from it is a decision that you make so you can see what's going on from the outside and not live in the thought. If you live in the thought, you can never help yourself through the thought. You can never choose whether or not you want to believe the thought. You just will automatically begin feeding fear and worry and insecurity because it is what you have always done. So when most people start working with me, the biggest struggle is always going to be walking on eggshells for a good month probably and understanding and being aware of not only the thought, but learning how to detach from it. When you can detach from it quickly, that's the game changer right there because then you can shift your mind very easily and that is essentially self-mastery. Self-mastery is not about being happy and positive 24 hours a day because if you lose your job, if you get into a car accident, if you know someone passes away, it's, you're going to feel uncomfortable when you have to speak in front of 10,000 people and you've never done that before in your life. You're going to feel out of your comfort zone. You're going to feel uncomfortable. So you're going to always experience fear, insecurities, stress, worry, things like that. The healthy skill to practice is being able to see that, recognize it, or recognize it and see it, same thing, and step away from it. Because stepping away from it is where I have the free will to be able to decide which direction do I actually want to go in. Do I want to continuously feed this thought, or do I want to go into a different direction based on what I'm actually trying to achieve? People with a growth mindset have really worked on themselves to understand two really huge um, things, fundamental things in life that are key to not only success, but to growing. And one of them is going to be failure, and one of them is going to be feedback. So someone with a growth mindset has worked on themselves where they don't feel reactive or defensive. Their ego isn't bruised when someone gives them feedback. They're open to it. They want to learn more about not only themselves, but also about the other person and who they are and what makes them tick. They don't also fear failing at something. It doesn't mean that they they completely always embrace failure, but they understand because no one wants to fail, fail but they do understand that failure is a, pro, a part of the process and it is feedback, that it is another way of life, universe, whoever's way of giving you some feedback in the sense that, hey, what we did here, it didn't work. We have to do something else. And being very inquisitive to want to learn and seeing that as an opportunity to want to learn more about how can I do this better because the more I can learn about how I can do this better, the more I'm actually going to get to where I want to be. And I want to get there quick, so I'm not going to let my ego get in the way of me not embracing this failure. What I'm going to do is take this information 
see what I did wrong, do something different, and I understand through a growth mindset that no matter how many times it takes that I will eventually get there. So in order to have a healthy growth mindset to achieve goals, there's going to be really some key things that you want to take into consideration and work on. Remember when I said earlier, self-development and mental health, it's not a light switch. It's not going to be we're going to practice one thing, learn one thing, and that's completely it. There are layers to mental health. And so I always start with try to practice the most basic of skills So that skill becomes so ingrained in you that now you don't have to think about it and you can move on to the next thing. So if you, when you went to school, when you got hired at a job, and really I think school is the best analogy. When you go to school, you learn one plus one equals two. On the first day of kindergarten, no one is giving you a calculus problem. So understanding that with self-development, it's the same thing. You're learning a skill of mental health. You're learning how to practice being healthy on a mental level, on an emotional level, physical, and spiritual level. So understand that the basics of that, the foundation of all of those key areas is going to be your self-talk. It's going to be now within self-talk, let's start with number one. Let's start with mindfulness. Let's start with being self-aware as to when am I saying something that is lack and fear versus abundance and opportunity. Let's be aware as when failure does hit me, do I go to this is never going to happen or do I go to, okay, I feel disappointed by that failure. Let me learn how to deal with the emotional aspect of this, which is the disappointment, which is the frustration. And then let's make sure we not only deal with our emotional self, but that we move it also into the mental self. So it's kind of like saying, okay, I have twins Emotional, here's emotional and here's mental. And I'm going to deal with emotional first because it ha- you came to me first with your problem and I'm going to help you through that and then I'm going to take you and we're going to help mental because you both were experiencing the same thing but you reacted in different ways. And so understanding, that was a great analogy actually. I hope I hope, I hope that works with someone. I had a client recently that said, you give the, the best analogies for things. So I really hope that one was a good one. But understanding that it's not just mental, mental and pushing through and and learning how to like have free will and decide what you want to think. It's not like that because we're emotional beings. So you have to tend to the, the emotional side of yourself of feeling the sadness, the frustration, the disappointment, the tears, the heartache, the pain, you know, all of that stuff that we're just going to feel because we're human and then making sure that we understand what's the difference between dealing with my emotional self versus dealing with my mental self. Because like with children, good analogy, every child is different and every side of you needs to be handled in a different way. The mental side of you doesn't need validation. The emotional side does. It needs to know that it's perfectly normal to feel this way based on what I've experienced and what I've gone through. I think judgment and shame are the two biggest killers of good emotional health. When you are not able to validate what you think and how you feel regardless, regardless of how long you have felt this way or I shouldn't feel this way, the minute you start kind of giving yourself that type of self-talk, you are going to kill your emotional health. You're going to invalidate it. It's going to feel shame. It's going to feel guilt. When you are able to validate your own self, 
you will always be able to validate anyone else because validation doesn't mean that you have to agree with what someone thinks and how they feel, but it does mean that you have to acknowledge that it's there and understand that it's a part of life and perfectly acceptable for you to feel that way. And it's not my job for me to deny you the ability to feel what you're feeling. Whoa, (laughs) think about that. Think about that for a second. If you're able to do that for yourself, you are going to feel Number one, you're going to start having a really great relationship with yourself because that is essentially you building trust within yourself. And number two, if you can do that with anyone else in your life, that means you don't feel the need to control what they think and how they feel, which is huge for you and takes the burden off of you and allows the other person to think and feel what they want, regardless, again, regardless of whether or not you agree. So Someone thinks that you're being selfish and you know 100% you're absolutely not. They have every right to think what they want to think or feel how they want to feel. They truly believe that. Now they could believe it based on manipulation or they could just essentially believe it because their set of values says that this behavior equals selfishness. So side note, totally off topic, but I think it was a key kind of teaching moment to understand the difference between the emotional health and mental health. So self-talk is going to be a huge part of a growth mindset and understanding what does it mean to have self-talk, what are the mini skills underneath the umbrella of self-talk. So when we think about having positive and healthy self-talk, okay, underneath it, what does that mean? What does it look like? How do I begin practicing it every single day? That's number one. Visualization. I think visualization is really a huge part of a growth mindset or achieving goals or anything like that because this world is abundant. And so when we really grasp and understand that concept that there is no difference than you, from you to your friend Jody to Bill Gates to whoever, whatever you want, you can create. How easy it is for you to get there versus someone else is a completely different story. There are going to be key things that you're going to have in your life that are going to be easy for you to have that may be a struggle for someone else to get because that's just the journey of our life. So whatever area of your life you you have struggled with the most, whether it's relationships or business or achieving or what have you, you have to understand that what's easy for you might be hard for someone else and vice versa. The point is, is understanding that everyone is on a different journey and Your lessons are not your friend's lessons. That's number one. But visualization gives you the ability to imagine yourself in the space of having the things that you want for your life. And the reason why this is so powerful is because if you truly live in a space of what it would feel like to have the things that you desire in your life, that is not just a growth mindset, but I think it pushes faith hope, belief, which then will cultivate a different mindset, a different feeling, and a different sense of self-talk that you're going to need in order for you to keep walking in the direction towards the things that you actually really want in your life. If you can hold in your mind what it is that you want, you begin to push away the worry of what if I don't get it, the control of I want it right now because If you really are living in the feeling that you have it, there's no control. There's no I need it right now. 
because it's the feeling that actually brings something to the manifestation level. Um, and people don't understand that. They think, well, if I just think thoughts of like, okay, I want a million dollars, well, then why isn't it here? Well, it's more than that. Achieving something means that you have to find balance between I have to take action versus I can't take so much action that I feel like, okay, it's not coming because then I'm coming from lack, which is not abundant, which is not that I have it and I'm living in that mindset, which means it's not going to actually happen. So the balance is making sure that I'm taking steps, but not feeling that these steps are going to exactly equal me getting the thing that I want to get. Because if I think that I have to go into this on this road in order to get what I want in life, life may say, yep, I'm going to take you all the way down that road. And then at the end, I'm going to, you're going to see a dead end. And then you're going to have to walk all the way back and go down a different way. But when you walk down that road, that first road, and you get to that dead end, you're going to have learned things that you need to learn in order for you to, number one, walk back, and number two, get on the other road. Because if you would have just went on the other road to begin with, you wouldn't know how to handle what's on that road. But what you faced in this road is at least a little bit of a taste as to what you're going to see on the real road to get to where you want to be. And the last thing, and we kind of touched on this, but I just want to reiterate it because I think it's really a key thing. It's really, really huge and important is understanding that failure is just feedback. For me, that was a game changer. I never really feared failing. I think people really either have one of two things. They feel, they fear failing or they fear success. So whatever the fear is, whether it's failing or success, understanding that again, that's just a part of your self-talk. Understanding how you were programmed in order to, or how you were programmed to look at success, to look at failure, and breaking down all of the ways in which you're programmed, which are hurting you from having the mindset that you need to have to really create the life that you want to live. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this week's podcast. If you did, don't forget to uh, follow for next week. Go over there on YouTube and check out me there, Stephanie Lynn Coaching. I always link everything down below in terms of courses, programs, things that I'm offering, um, and I will see you guys next week. <music>